This is Mark Carcassel filling in for Alan Carter on the Alan Carter radio program. Next, I want to talk about de-streaming, an end to streaming in schools in Ontario. The next school year is going to see that practice gone in grade nine. It's something that a lot of people in the education system, a lot of parents have been calling for. Now, streaming uh, is not a newly introduced thing in schools. If you're in your late 30s like me, you'll remember we had basic, general, and advanced. Today's kids have had applied and academic and many people feel as though it's been an unfair choice to make students make when they're just starting high school because streaming can really affect where you go after high school, depending on the path that you take. And it might be a bit unfair for people to choose right at the start of high school where they're going to go in terms of post-secondary education. So it's been announced that it's going to be eliminated from the grade nine curricula, uh, curriculum starting next year. It's already been eliminated from math, uh, as far as I can understand. Speaking to us now is Jason Toe. Jason is a high school math teacher and coordinator of secondary mathematics and academic pathways in the TDSB. Uh, that is the Toronto District School Board. Thanks so much for joining us, Jason. Thanks for having me, Mark. Appreciate it. So I understand you've been a proponent of, of ending streaming. This is, this is good news for you today. Yeah, I think it's, um, it's welcome news in that there's been a previous commitment of uh, eliminating streaming. And we haven't heard uh, all that much uh, lately um, after the announcement of uh, the grade nine de-streamed math course. So um, I'm glad that there's a continued focus on this and that the work continues um, in the Ministry of Education. What does ending streaming in grade nine do beneficially for students? So we've seen through the data, both quantitatively and qualitatively, hearing voices from the community that streaming in grade nine really limits options for students moving forward. Um, it's too early for students to really make decisions that impact career opportunities down the road. We're also seeing a disproportionate number of students from indigenous communities, um, from the black community and um, students with special education needs, students from lower income communities that are um, impacted by streaming in that they are um, disproportionately represented in the applied program. And we're seeing lower graduation rates, lower access to post-secondary education, um, fewer credits being attained, higher suspension rates. So, you know, really we're seeing that uh, streaming not only exacerbates um, existing inequities in uh, society, but probably continues to perpetuate them. So we see really the end of streaming as one part of a broader uh, strategy to remove systemic oppression from education. Now, how exactly are those students that you spoke of ending up predominantly in applied as soon as they get into high school? Like, how does, I think there's a disconnect there between people hearing that fact, but understanding how that happens. I, I, yeah. So I think it's really important for people to realize that streaming doesn't start in grade nine and that we know that uh, depending on where you're from and how you're read um, by people that streaming and all the different ways that it kind of looks like and feels like um, can start as early as kindergarten. So we know that there's actually a disproportionate number of black students that are given an individual education plan very early on. Um, once when, like right when they get into our system and special education is one of those structures, um, especially in the Toronto district school board that we have identified in our eliminating, uh, uh, really repurposing uh, special education uh, so that it actually does service and, and it does what it's meant to. 
So, um, you know, we, we've worked to um, interrupt that, that practice of uh, kind of giving away uh, individual education plans that really set students along a trajectory um, into uh, programming or just having lower expectations, not really getting the support that they need, um, and then ending up in grade nine and, and, and then being put into um, an applied program that's really not uh, servicing students uh, very well and hasn't been for, you know, since its inception. And you mentioned uh, basic advanced and general uh, streams. And, you know, even before that, in the 60s, there was uh, arts and science business and commerce and science, technology and trades like the, the labels um, uh, change, but the effects stay the same. It is really hard. I mean, when I was in high school, we had OAC. I went all the way to OAC and still didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life after high right. school. Uh, you know, so it it certainly doesn't make sense to ask a student to make that decision in grade nine. Should streaming be eliminated, in your opinion, from high school entirely, or is there a place for it maybe in the later years? Well, the uh, the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, or the OECD, they recommend that you know if you if a jurisdiction is going to stream, that it can happen in the upper secondary grades. So that's a, grades eleven and twelve. And while there is a, a, a university preparation or a college preparation stream uh, existing in grades eleven and twelve, we know that you know actually a lot of students that are going into college. Um, uh, after high school are, are going through the university preparation program. And we know that some of those courses are, are you know, they cover a lot more than in the college preparation. So, you know, wh wh while I do see that, um, you know, there might be specializations that, ha that can happen in grades 11 and 12, I think we need to rethink what that looks like right now, because currently it's still, um, you know, based on the data, a two-tier system. And, uh, you know, so, you know, we see colleges and universities, they're both degree granting institutions nowadays. So I'm not really sure what the, um, you know, what, what the new system could look like. It could be more geared towards different um, programs or fields after university or sorry, after high school. So, uh, you know, there's, there's definitely a, a point where specialization can happen. But I think we need to kind of rethink what that looks like, um, uh, you know, because right now I'm not sure that that would actually help students um, in, in its current state. This is Global News Radio. We're speaking to Jason Toe. He's a high school math teacher within the Toronto District School Board. Jason, I'm wondering, do you feel uh, as though this announcement is an actual act meant by the Ministry of Education to improve things in schools, or do you think this is more of a political move? And I ask that because we've heard from other teachers over the course of the morning uh, who have said that this is either something to try and salvage an election win next year, uh, or perhaps a way to increase class sizes and lower the amount of teachers in the province. How do you feel? Well, I, I think that when we see that um, a government is um, committed to anti-racism, it's it's not just the one-off announcements that mm -hmm. um, you know really make their case. It's a it's a sustained and strategic approach. And so, you know, I hope that this announcement is one of a series of measures that I hope that they will announce and. Um, and support and underpin what this um, this move means. So I mentioned earlier that streaming starts as early as kindergarten. So perhaps, um, you know, I hope that there will be a strategy moving forward about how do we tackle streaming 
right when uh, students enter the school system? Are, are there going to be um, subsequent announcements around class sizes and funding for um, more programming or more, uh, you know, human and financial resources to support this work? Uh, because um, the, the announcement says that you know, a lot of these classes, instead of creating a new D-Stream course, they're, they're moving to academic um, courses and, and removing the applied option. Uh, but in many school boards, the um, academic class cap is higher. So there's a lot of cynicism that can be read by this announcement saying that this is just a way of uh, increasing class sizes for everybody and, and eliminating staff. So we want to, you know, I would love to see a, a commitment that staffing levels at least remain the same, if not increased to support this kind of work, because we know that just um, changing the structure of streaming, uh, th that is necessary, but it's insufficient because we also need um, excellent teaching happening in the classrooms. That's focused on inclusion and, um, and anti-racism. So we, we really do uh, need to see a lot more uh, before we can, uh, you know, say that this is a, a complete package and, and, you know, and a strategy moving ahead. And so many of the stories that I cover as a reporter, when there's a change to something made and we ask uh, one of the people affected how they feel about it, the answer is often it's good news, but it's just a first step. There's more that needs to be done. And it sounds like uh, that's the case in this situation too. Jason Toe, Toronto District School Board High School Math Teacher, Coordinator of Secondary Mathematics and Academic Pathways. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Appreciate it.